Discover how you can live a glorious and supernatural life through the teachings of Servant Emmanuel Chum Entry. Servant Emmanuel Chum Entry is the head pastor of Royal Palace Chapel Assemblies of God, an anointed, energetic, and practical teacher of the Word. This servant of God will inspire you with the practical teachings of the Word of God that will inspire, refresh, energize, and bring healing to your body, soul, and spirit. Now to today's message. <laughs> there is something that I want us to go through a very chapter about the words of Jesus and all of them are painted red in a good Bible that what Jesus said are all painted red without black this is the only chapter in the Bible that Jesus spoke throughout and one chapter was carved in his words and I'm sending this message to everyone under the sound of my voice to give a high attention meditation to this chapter throughout the whole of this week. Your anointing depends on this, this scripture. Your righteousness depends on this scripture. For you to be raptured, it depends on this scripture. For you to be fruitful in life, it depends on this scripture. For you to be glorified by God, it depends on this scripture that I'm about to read. For you to see the move of God in your life, having several lives of encounter, depends on this scripture. So I want everybody to give, in fact, this scripture should be your basis for meditation throughout the week. Pick it verse by verse, line by line, word by word, and meditate in it whilst you pray into it. So this is going to be our meditation appearance for the week. John chapter 15, the verses 1 to 27. I will read all through. Then afterwards, I will bring the message to an end. I'll be seeing something. This is the first time I'm bringing a whole chapter for us to meditate through and see how powerful this. I need Amplify. Amplify. I'll be dealing with Amplify and the Message Bible. Father, I pray for us. Lead us through your word and help us to be more fruitful in everything we do. Bless us and impart upon our life. In Jesus' name, shout a believing amen. John 15, 1. Yesterday, I, I said something about obedience. And I want to re-echo that message. Okay, the title for my message is The, the Life of the Vine. The Life of the Vine. Vine, the word vine there is a tree. A kind of tree that bats a lot. It becomes very fruitful. Very green. The environment of a vine is very, the atmosphere looks very powerful. Even in the midst of dry, dry season, the vine tree still produces some kind of scent. It's a kind of, it's a spirit. When the, the weather is hot, it releases some kind of coldness around itself. 
making the environment where a vine is become very cold. Meanwhile, other places are hot. When the places become moisture too, like watery, it also releases some kind of hotness eh? to make sure that so every day the vine environment don't change. It still remains the same. Amen. And may the Lord help us so that we can have the life of the vine inside us. The obedience that I spoke about is about killing your personal interest and agreeing with the will of God. And every human being has been made to follow our own desire. We have been created to go the way we want to go. We have been built up to believe in our own system of life. So the moment you want to give any instruction to any human being, it becomes a resistance to obedience. Because it is not what you think that you should go. But when it comes to God, it's about ignoring what you want to do, what you want to see, what you want to have, and what you want to feel. But what he God wants you to do. So it's just like an opposition. I, I want to go this direction. God, God said, no, go this direction. So it's a contention for you to use. So every obedience is a contention and a war. For you to obey, it's a contention. It's a dangerous war. And I want you to write it down and make it bold. To obey is a contention in the war. It's about ignoring what you want to do to go for what somebody wants you to do. But the ways of men are always treacherous and dangerous. But the ways of God always lead to eternal life and prosperity. It's a war. So Paul said, I, I wish I want to do something. But there's, when, when I want to do it, I found out that there is another thing also in me that war against what I want to do. Then he came to the realm by saying that what I want to do, I do not. But what I don't want to do, that is what I do. Because I found out that there is a war going on inside me. He came down by saying that there is always a contention between your spirit and your soul. Your spirit and your body. The flesh is at war with the world, with the spirit. So by this one, it, it is obvious to everyone that is sitting here and listening to me that to obey is a war. It's very difficult. But that is where your life also depends. That is where your eternal life depends. That is where your prosperity life depends. That is where how long you will live in the presence of God depends. And that is what also maintains your, your name in the book of life. You take obedience out. You can't use prayer to fix your name inside the book of life. The only day, you, the only thing you can sustain your name in the book of life is your continuous obedience. I've said it here several times. No one can go into the book of life to rob your name out of it. It is your own choice. No matter what I do to you, I push you to sin. I will not push you to sin so that I can go into the book of life to remove your name. But it is by how you live your life that sustains your name in the book of life. Praise the Lord. But this, this, this scripture about John 15, many Christians have not given credible attention to it. And we preachers too, we preach, we quote verses out of it, we quote phrases out of it, we quote sentences out of it, and we are even quoting some kind of 
the Jesus revelations out of it. But if we give attention to this John 15 clearly, you realize that you can even find out whether you are a Christian or you are not a Christian. Based on the fruit you bear and based on the kind of life that runs inside you. So the life of a vine is trying to let you know that when you become born again, you, you are no more having the life of man. You now have the life of God flowing inside you. Which makes you do the, the things God do. Which makes you behave the way God behaves. Which makes you feel the way heaven feels. Which makes you walk the walk of God and talk the talk of God and behave the behavior of God and see the way God sees. Because now you have become a different thing altogether. And that is the meaning of grace. Grace means that you have been grafted in from a wild plant into a glorious vine. And by that, suddenly, by allowing the, the life of the vine to pass through you, it changes your life. It kills your tongues. It kills it. All the poisonous thing that is in you, the moment the life of the tree pass inside you, everything about you changes. Then suddenly, what you used not to be, now you become. Shout and say, I am on the vine. I can't hear you, church. Please, 2023, stay within the vine. This is where your source of life is coming from. If you are out of the vine, you will produce something that does not resemble Jesus. So if somebody is a young person that he wants to see that I am, a, am I a Christian at all? You will say yes, but what are the measuring lines that you can see that you belong to the vine? That you are on the tree. It's about producing after the kind of the kind of vine you sit upon. So if this tree, let's say it's a mango tree, and I'm able to pull this one, okay, and bring it to this one. Bringing this tree upon this one, this branch cannot produce after it can again because it has been shifted from the main source. Now it has come to another source. For that matter, the life in this tree now pipe through this branch. Before you be aware, this leaf will all die. Then it will start producing this kind of leaf. So coming to Jesus is not a... The more you come, no, everything dies inside you. No. The more you stay on the vine, you lose what the devil gave you to you and you now reflect the main vine that the Messiah has come giving to you. I pray for your life that may, may all of us be built up to reflect who Jesus has given to Anything apart from the life of this vine is a strange fire you have brought on the altar. How I wish I can dismantle my flower, but it's very expensive. Praise the Lord. This flower and this flower, is it, are they the same? They are not the same. The price I went to buy them. They are very expensive, especially this one. Any plant that is in-house, you can keep it indoors. They are very expensive than the one that grow outside. They can do well when you keep it inside the room. They can do well when you, 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 you keep it inside. It's a duality. But some of the flowers, oh, I'm so sad that you don't know the, the horticulture aspect of flowers. And the, My God. Teresa is an animal husbandry. He doesn't know anything called horticulture. You know. 
I quite remember a lady we, we did when we were under the tent. A wedding was held here, and we asked a lady to bring some flour. And somebody stepped on the a branch of the flower. They listen, no, you are you are you are, you are killing my baby. I said, what, what kind of baby is that? He said, every leaf that grow on the plant, I have given a name to it. He studies it. So if this one, you see the shoot that is coming up. Aha, he will give it a name. So this one has a name, this one has a name, this one has a name, this one has a name. And the way it will come up will show the gender. So even though this plant is one plant, each of the branch looks different. And the differentiation of it determines whether a female has grown on it or a male has grown on it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Look different. But how the size they grow and the lines. Let me continue my message. So, when I cut this one and I bring this branch, okay, on top of this one. Now, as long as this branch, who doesn't look like this, continue to stay on this tree, the life of this tree will now make sure it changes this leaf to become like this. For that matter, when I bring this one to this one, he's, he can't produce anything again. He has to produce after the kind of the life that he is getting from this tree. So suddenly, while the leaf will start dying, the new leaf from this one will start shooting up, reflecting the kind of tree he builds upon. So Jesus said, I am the true vine. I don't lie to anybody who come to build his life on me. And my father is the vine dresser. So God now said that I've given Jesus as a tree. I'm the one that cultivates and carves and protects the vine. You start forward in verse 2 of John 15. Any branch in me that does not bear fruit, that stops bearing, he cuts away, trims off, takes away, and he cleanses and repeatedly prunes every brand that continues to bear fruit to make it bear more and richer and more excellent fruit. Someone say, I am the one. I can't hear your voice. So if you meditate this scripture very carefully, you realize that there are two branches. One is still on the, on the vine, but he is productive. This is the danger of being on the vine. As a, as a Christian. The moment your name is called Christian, it means you are on the vine. So there are two Christians we are dealing with them tonight. Number one, he is a Christian who is on the tree, but he is unproductive. He doesn't respond, he doesn't reflect anything about the tree he dwells. He is on the mango, but he is producing a different grave. There is nothing good about him. And Jesus said, once you come on me as a young person and I'm giving you my life, my breath, my blood, my word, my, my teachings, and I have my spirit of God piping inside you, where the moment you become unfruitful, then divine dresser, which is my God, what will he do to you? He will cut you off. There are many Christians and many pastors behind the pulpit. God has cut them off because they are unfruitful. It is risky to get to that level. And this is pure Christianity. 
Praise the Lord. This is pure Christianity. So you don't bear fruit. You have stopped bearing. What is the stop of the bearing? It's about living life that reflects the tree you are on it. Your lifestyle. There are two berries everybody must bear. Your, your personal lifestyle. That is number one berry. And number two, you must produce after the kind of the tree you are on. Which is what? Who can tell me? He sows. So the moment you ceases to live the life of the tree you are on, the vine dresser comes in and cuts you off. But the one who is struggling to bear fruit, the vine dresser makes sure that he cleanses it. The word prune, everybody who have said agree before means that removing the unwanted plants or branches around the tree away. So that it can do what? It can yield more results. If this branch is now dying, so long as you allow it to stay with the tree, it will still share the food nutritional for this one. But when you cut it off, instead of going this way, all of them will not come to this one. And this one will bear more fruit. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. May the Lord trim us. May he trims us. May he cleanses us. May he repeatedly prune us in the mighty name of Jesus. So that we will continue to what? To bear fruit and to make it bear more and richer and more excellent fruit. Somebody say, Father, make me fruitful on you. It's a meditation. I'm trying to let you meditate throughout this week about the scripture. You ask yourself questions. Am I bearing fruit? Am I reflecting the tree that I'm on? Jesus is now the mango. I'm not the branch. I've come on that mango. Am I producing mango? Am I reflecting the life that Jesus is giving me? Am I reflecting the glory he's giving me? Am I having the life of the fruit, the tree that I'm on? Am I exhibiting the character of the tree that I've come on? The moment your answer sincerely is not going the way it's supposed to go, Remember that if you stay continuously without bearing and reflecting the nature of the tree, the vine dresser will now step in and tell you out. When you are cut off, you become insensitivity to sin. If you don't pray, it doesn't worry you. If you don't fast, it doesn't worry you. If you don't study God's word, it doesn't move you. You, 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 you become a person of adonkerism. But you live your Christian life through emotions. How can somebody live a Christian life with emotions? Simple. He so he gets excited when he comes to the when we are singing, he also sings. He's excited. Amen. He plays a role because of that. He can he can do something because of that. He thinks that the Spirit of God is moving with him. Nothing is moving with him. To become one of my books, insensitivity. That's the title of the book. We are, we, are, we are now entered into generation of insensitivity. People are in Christ, but they don't respond to anything about Christ. When it comes to that level, you have gone beyond what we call apostasy. You are the senior brother of apostasy. Fact, you are the grandmama of backsliding. There are many people in church that have backsliding. They come to church alright, but <laughs> they have slided out. So, if you allow yourself 
then God through his word will now prune. How does he prune us? By teaching us his will. So as long as you follow the teachings of God's word, can you reduce the, the tutor small? It's too tutor. The moment you continue to obey the teachings and the words of the Lord, gradually he prunes you by removing the bad behaviors, the bad character, the bad attitude, the things you feel was right. Now the word of God comes to correct you. Then you can say, I didn't know that as long as you correct your way and the bad things are now being out of your life, then you become more fruitful unto him. But if you continue to engage yourself by keeping the sin, the addictions, and the weaknesses, you are always enjoying those mistakes. It's mean that you are becoming insensitive to growth. For that matter, the vine dresser will not come in because you are wasting time. He's giving you life, but you are wasting it. So for you to go off completely, he has to shift the rest of the anointing, the grace, the power, and the glory that is coming to you that you are wasting it. And shift it to other plants and branches so that they can bear much more fruit. Because I want to see May we never get to that level. Is somebody hearing something? May I have a messenger? What I'm asked to come and tell you, that's what I say. After I've said it, I also get blessed by it, by listening to it again. Because they are not my words. Bible, God became Allah. I don't even have to say that. I came to meet the Bible. And it's a true, it's one of the fantastic true book. Many books have come and gone, but this book still remains intact. Shout a believer, amen, a church. May you bear much more fruit. So when the word of God is coming, ladies and gentlemen, allow the word of God to rebuke you. I was listening to a man of God and he was saying that in the word of God that always come to you for you to be for you to feel excited. It is preparing for the lake of fire. And then a preacher who always preaches for you to feel comfortable. Who preaches for you to feel excited. Who preaches for you to be shouting? There are messages that should come that nobody should say when. Because you could see that it is pruning us. Three of us. And there are others to it must come also to encourage us. What is the word of God? The word of God comes is sharper than two edges well. And the word of God also comes to bring edification. The word of God also comes to expose us to the truth. It comes also to encourage us. So it is a it is a duality of so many things. But every day, the moment the man hits the puppet, everybody is on his feet. Jumping, shouting, clapping, giving him fans and whatever. But any time the word of God comes, it must be able to correct something in you to make you a perfect man. It must come to encourage you with the good you are doing and to correct the wrongs that you are doing. This duality makes you a perfect Christian. Somebody shout aloud the amen. So there are two branches that are here. He used to bear fruit, but now he has stopped. And the vine dresser says, since you are wasting my life that I piped inside you, can you please stay out so that I can shift the nutrient and the life into other branches so that they can bear much more fruit. So when God is pruning us, which is what we call correction, when the word of God is coming, 
Don't feel peeved up. Don't feel bad. Feel excited that your, your, your life is being preached to correct you. If God does not correct you, you become a bastard. You know, that's, you know that message? A bastard. It, who God loves, he corrects. And if he cannot correct you, it means that you, are, you become a bastard child for God. So say, Lord, prune me by your word. Shout aloud the amen. Sometimes pro- problems will prune you. Challenges in our life prunes us. The things you go through while you follow Jesus, it will prune you. It will shape you. It will take a lot of nonsense from your spirit. You, 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 Master, the things you go through, you will realize that by the time you come up, you have been divided into seven. It will teach you the ways of God. Sometimes, even falling into some sin teaches you some lessons. If you check the things you have lost, when you come up, you become a master preacher of that message. I don't want any. He said, Don't go there. I went there. When I went there, my hair was at the side. After I came out, not one grain of hair was on my head. Now everything has turned into Sakula. <laughs> Something should become the best preacher for fornication. To tell anybody who carry grace and God using that person. And he's in heaven. He's part of the cloud, the cloud of witches that are watching us. If you carry grace and you are going closer to what he lost, you'll be shut in heaven, but you will not hear. <laughs> don't go there. Don't go there. You, you will die. Or don't. You will be shouting, but you will not hear. And we are the Samsons that are here. Using God's word to tell you that men have followed certain things, they were out of life. You that have come to Christianity must follow the life that Jesus is giving you. Somebody say, I carry the life of Jesus. I can't hear your voice. I can't hear your voice. What life do you carry? Okay, next week, Monday, I'm going to teach you something about the life of Jesus. When you have that life, we call born again. Curses and bondages and spells and what it doesn't work against you. It doesn't work against you. It can work to oppose you all right because the devil is still around. But for it to take dominance control to make sure it becomes the center state to twist you and to control you, it can't happen. Because that life is the full life where light is abound. Darkness also runs away. Father, help us to have this life so that we can bear much more fruit. How many of you want to bear much more fruit before you? Be profitable of the vine. Be profitable on the vine. Be profitable on the vine. Bring much more fruit. What all Jesus is saying are proverbs. Okay, Obube is using proverb to explain how productive every born again believer must become. Character-wise, that is a bearing of fruit. So when we come to the fruit of the spirit, it's still the same. Praise the Lord. When we come to the fruit of the spirit, it's still the same. Character-wise, you must bear the fruit of the spirit. And number two, you must also produce after the kind of life that is given to you. So produce more kind of Christians like your type. By what? By encountering the power to win more souls for Jesus. If you are not able to display these two character, the vine dresser will come in and step you out. And when you are stepped out, Jesus said it in Matthew, 
that some people who need you firewood will come and pick you up and they will use you to cook food. Jesus said, if a salt loses his taste, what do we do to it? It is thrown away. It is thrown on the ground and who will step on it? The men who are supposed to use the salt will now make you a carpet. The reason why I'm staying here small is our Christianity is summarizing the verses too. That's why I'm here. The other verses explains all the other verses explains the verses too. So if it is a project that you are doing, thesis or masters or whatever, this is your your the summary, this is your thesis statement. Or the statement of the whole thing. Whatever I want to write, this is it. So your Christianity based on this one. A basilating Christian also based on this one. He doesn't bear fruit. The vine dresser comes in. So Jesus now introduced, I am the vine, number one. And my father is the vine dresser, number two. So two people are involved. So God being the father, Jesus being the tree. And he says that, any branch in me, not on me, in. Why? Because when you come on him, his life now runs through you. So if now that you, you are running, Jesus is now running his life, the same life will the same life. A mango branch does not have any life to live. It gets its life from where? The trunk of the tree. By absorbing nutritional power from the root. And give it to the branches. So the branches cannot brag. You can't become too no. You can't bear any other fruit apart from the life that has come inside you. If you produce any fruit apart from the life that is coming to you, it means that you have allowed the enemy to choke somewhere to produce something that is fake, which is very deadly and very dangerous. But this one, he is not producing any fruit. He has stopped producing the fruit. He is no more out there for soul winning. He is no more out there displaying any character of Jesus. He has gone to bring something that does not look at the life of the one he is dipping upon. When you do that, it becomes risky for you to be stopped by God. Heaven will not cut you off. It's just like a metal in a fire. When you put a metal in a fire, what does it turn? What is the color? It turns into what? Okay. When it comes out, it's still what? It's still red. But over time, what happens to it? It changes into black. You check it. Anytime a metal enters into before the color, before it enters, it has different color. By the time it comes out from the distance, it will have two colors. Number one, hot. It will still be red. But when it, it cools down, it turns into what? Black. If I plug this branch right now, eh, it will still be like this. So fresh. Because it has a little of the life of the tree inside it to joke around to be jumping everywhere but over time over time as time is going on 
he will not be receiving the life that he was gotten from the tree. He realized that insufficiency and incapacitation steps in. And instead of green, his color now changes into different things. Resemble what we call death. So may the Lord help us. Now, can I say something? We don't really have in this end time, we don't even really have many churches that teaches people the word. It's not going to about the shouting type that people sit down for them for us to be taught God's word. Jesus came, he taught the word. He would have sick. Even in the days of Jesus and apostles, nobody brought money in front of the water. There was no one who was touching the water. They were in the microphone. No lighting system, no internet. So Christianity has grown to so much higher level. Amen. But we don't have we don't have uh, churches that teaches for people. Let me tell you, prophecy don't grow a Christ, don't grow your Christianity. Say, I want to tell you the truth. Prophecy don't grow your Christianity. And even if I'm not afraid, prayer don't grow your Christianity. Because until you are taught, your prayer will not be even effective. We pray based on our maturity. We get answers based on our maturity. So we need to be taught. He said, go ye therefore and do what? Teach how many people? All nations. So the prophet must teach and also prophesy. The apostle should be able to teach and prophesy. The man should be able to be able to teach and heal. Are you listening to me? But let's pray for Christianity because the pulpit this day, when you, you go on Facebook and you hear the things people teach, it's dangerous. Copying messages that are uncopyable and teaching things that are unteachable. And I keep on telling you, for you to make it to heaven, largely it depends on your pastor. Because it's what you are fed that you grow by. And I thank God. All the huge men of God, we have invited them to come and minister in this church. At the end of the day, the things we have already had them and we have the notes in, in, our, in our books. They come and they re-echo it. Not in different dimension. Direct. So it means that we are being educated well. Amen. So don't fail the essence of life. Since you have been taught, you shouldn't do all. You shouldn't fail the exams of life. Rather, display the character of the life you are receiving. May this become your portion in the mighty name of Jesus. Somebody say, I have the life of Jesus. I can't hear you. 
I can't hear you. Open your mouth and say it. Say it boldly as possible. Declare it to the devil. Let him be away. Let every forces in 2023 understand that you are coming. Declare to your enemies that you have. Let every royal palace declare this upon his life. And shout aloud in amen the church. Can you scream to celebrate the presence of the Holy Ghost? Hey, pa, 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 pa. Amen, amen, amen. So, when God is pruning you and cleansing you, don't get angry. Don't be offended. Because pruning is very painful. What you are building your life upon can be taken from you. Don't get angry when the word of God is coming to you and is correcting your life. You realize as if what you did yesterday, somebody saw you and is now he has told Papa. And the way the Papa is hitting the message, when he's preaching, he come and he come closer to you and he's looking into your face. Ah, the man has he caught me? Oh, I've not caught you. I'm preaching my message. It is the life that you have inside you that want to correct your abnormalities. Praise the Lord. I had already prepared a message. I, want to, I wanted to preach perpetual fire which has to do with the consistency which will lead to the danger of consistency. That was my message I was coming to preach. And upon meditating and praying and whispering to the realms of the spirit I was given the scripture to come and give it to you for our meditational power throughout the week. Build your spiritual mandate and understand John 15 from verses 1 to the last verse. I beg you in the name of Jesus. Because the summary of your Christian life is this one. He must prune you. Pruning can go through problems, challenges. Pruning might go through hard times. Pruning might go through correctional, powerful God's word that come to you. Pruning can also come by your teaching priest who is trying to correct you by counseling you that what, where you are going, I won't allow you today or tomorrow. It is, you don't like it, but he says that you shouldn't go. Ladies and gentlemen, I've told you, never live a life without having traffic lights in your life. Your speed will end you on dangerous grounds. Have a traffic light. What traffic light is that? God's word. What traffic light is that? The Holy Spirit. What traffic is that? Your teaching priest. What traffic is that? Your fellow born again Christian. Your own Christian in the church have seen that you are doing some moves which is not correct. And it causes you, listen, what you are doing, the anger of God will come on you. You say, what is it? What is it? It pains you that I'm, I'm going. It doesn't pain you. Are, you are dying in foolishness. And we, he, has, he has been given to you to see what you are doing in order to save you out of it. There are one or two individuals, their issues have come several times. All what they need is that when they come to church on Sunday, you will never see them evenings. When they come to church on Sundays, they just find out some fine girls that have just appeared in the church. We close the church. They will trace them to go and collect their number. 
The next day is about proposal. They don't like the old ones that are inside because they know they have matured. What fruit is he bearing? Is it the fruit from the life of the tree? No. It's different. Amen. Father, help every one of us. There is no church, the devil is not there. That church does not exist. <laughs> and the, the devil don't be in that church by spirit. He is there in where? In people. He is there in member. There is no church that the devil is not a member. Say, there is no church. Maybe that church does not exist. You don't believe it? There is no church the devil is not a member. There is no church the devil is not a member. And sometimes he, 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 is, he, he, he has more members. He has more members. Yes, <laughs> The devil now have members in the church. May you never become a member of the devil. Become the member of the church. So that we can have the life of Jesus piping through us. So that we can bear much more fruit in the mighty name of Jesus. Somebody say, I have the life of Jesus. I have all? You have all? Are you sure? Receive it mighty, mighty, powerfully in the mighty name of Jesus. Yeah. It is by this that you will be so much outstanding and amazing. Look at this. And he cleanses and repeatedly proves every branch that continues to bear fruit to make it bear more and richer and more excellent fruit comes upon that branch. The message Bible. He cuts off every branch of me that doesn't bear grapes. But every branch that is grape bearing, he proves back so it will. Even what? Ah, so when you see any born again believer that a lot of things are happening in his life, glory, honor, Blessings are all over. Everyday testimony. Things are moving on for him. He's so much committed, so much sacrificing. Things are working out for him. This is the person. This pruning goes through by taking diseases and sickness from him. Anything that will give you sickness, the vine dresser, remove it away. Any temptation that will break the person, he takes it away. So, by your life of bearing fruit, Give heaven responsibility to work more for you. For your defense and for your advantage. But if you decide not to bear fruit based on the tree, he comes in to take you away to the person who has wanted you to be. May this never be our portion in the mighty name of Jesus. Verses 3. Let's move to verses 3. Meditate on this word wherever you are. Romans and uh, John 15 should be your meditational pills for the week. You are cleansed and pruned already. 
Because of what? So now you see now. So anytime you are hearing God's word, what is happening? Pruning is happening. Unwanted part of your character is being corrected. So when you build resistance, I won't, I won't change. I will forever do it. I'm addicted. Oh, this one is my life. It's my weakness. Say, you don't come on the vine with weakness because the vine does not produce weak people. You come along with your weakness. You allow the life of the vine to correct your weakness into strength. You can't be on it consistently having weakness to be part of your life. No. You've no you, you, you are trying to build resistance. So as long as we continue to hear the word, pruning goes on. And when you are pruned, you get prosperous. So continuous adhering to God's word and obeying it give you the power to be blessed. He said, ye are cleansed and pruned already because of the word which I have given you. The teachings I have discussed with you. Are we, are we teaching? Are we teaching? Are we discussing the teachings? Yes. So by hearing it, number one, you are being cleansed. Number two, you are being what? Pruned. Because the word that is coming is doing amazing things in your life. The spirit of God says, I should say it again. I want to say this again. When you come on the vine with your weakness, you don't stay in your weakness forever. Because the vine does not produce weak Christians. It produces after its kind. So if you have come and are still within your weaknesses, it means that you are building resistance to what the life that the vine is giving to you. But the more you continue to allow the vine, the life of the vine to pipe inside you, it corrects every incorrectable in your life. For you, how many of you have tried to stop something by your own strength, but you couldn't? Lift up your hands, let me see. You've tried. You've tried. But the moment you give heaven's attention and continue to open your spirit, you realize that now, the thing that used to be difficult for you, before you were, you didn't even remember the last time that such a thing occurred. Can I have two, can I have witnesses in life? Yeah. So open your spirit up and allow the word to pass through you. Consistent connecting yourself to it. You realize that can I can I ask you, can I tell you something? Don't try to look perfect in the eyes of God. Don't try. Always go to him as somebody who is who is in need of something. You need him than ever before. Don't try to go to God as a perfect person. You know, God, I'm holy. I'm righteous. I, my, my holiness cannot be compared to anybody in royal palace. The way I live my life, I'm so my commit. Stop that. Stop that kind of nonsense. Because what you call righteousness has is nothing at all. It's a gift. So it's not what you do that and righteousness. It's a gift. What we do that we call it uh, uh, the, 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 the righteous. Heaven sees you are doing good. But when you accept Jesus, then that good turns into what? Righteousness. And when that righteousness is dimly matured, then God sees that righteousness in the eyes of Jesus' blood as what? Holiness. (laughs) 
Amen. So, God see holiness. Jesus see righteousness. Man see good. So, we do good things because we have accepted Jesus. And Jesus has given righteousness to stand with God. And by that, when you present your righteousness through his blood to God, God sees holiness. He said, I am holy, therefore be thou holy. Jesus didn't say so. He said, I've called people into repentance so that they can be righteous. The word right means that where we lost, now we have to have a right standing with God. Well, let me go on with whatever. Verses 4, I'll be finished. I will be, when I get to some verse, I will re, all of us are going to read through, then I will leave it for you. Dwell in what? Talk to me, dwell in what? Dwell in what? Dwell in where? The word dwell means that let everything about you stay inside. Let everything about you represent him. Don't be a person when we were baptizing you. Every part of your body entered into the water, but only your mouth was not didn't enter. So when it comes to lies and insult, my God. So some of you we have to have to still take you into the water again. So that I can dip you down the water. <laughs> Somebody said, Lord Jesus, help me to dwell in you. He said, if you dwell in me, I will dwell in you. So he said, it's a very powerful thing. How does he dwell inside us? Watch this. If this branch stays on the plant, how does Jesus also dwell in this plant? There's something, the life that is in the plant also comes inside. So you stay on it. That he comes inside you. So you dwell on him. He also lives inside you. Your dwelling does not produce fruit. It is what he lives inside. That makes you represent him. I will live in you. So this is it. Just as. No brand can bear fruit of itself. Without abiding in. Being vitally united to. Divine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you do what? You abide in me. Please clap for Jesus. Put your hands together for Jesus. Abide in him. Can I show you the, 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 the fastest way to abide in Jesus? Can I show you? It's obedience. Obedience. The more you obey everything being taught in the way, this is your number one agenda to remain in him. And as you remain in him, his word that you have believed also works inside you and you become his own. The shortest way to abide in Jesus is not prayer. Because prayer is the byproduct of your dwelling inside him. Going to church it's also a, it's a sign that you're doing him. But many people come to church, but they still have a different life with all together. Hello? Can I tell you something? I want to tell you something. 
Pastor Nicola, do you know the best place to live a holy life? Do you know the best place to live a holy life? Is the village. The village. Everybody, it, we, we, you don't have anywhere to hide. We know ourselves. You can't misbehave. You can't chase any guy and take that girl to a hotel. There's no hotel there. Correct. It's the village. We have our four four houses, five, ten houses. We know each other. When one house has funeral, everybody goes. When you drink, we will know that you are drinking. But in the town. You think to if you yourself your life, the corners you have been cutting and where you have been passing. So for somebody to depart from the church and still live a holy life, the person means heaven in the city. Ah, village they say holy life. The eyes of your born again Christians will correct your errors. You can't misbehave. You move from your house to another house. Somebody went to church is sitting there. You move out or no. Even the guy you are chasing is your church, is your fellow church member's sister. You can't chase. And also to sin in a village is minimal. Because the bonding of love in some villages is very strong. But in the city, it's about I walk alone. So people hide. People do a lot of things in the cities. So ladies and gentlemen, dwell in the vine. And the vine shall live in you. By that, you allow yourself to produce after the kind of the vine. Where does pregnancy take place? Hmm? Is it not the womb? Inside. The semen enters into the woman. The woman gets pregnant. Then the baby develops. Praise the Lord. At the third day, God brings the baby out to represent the vine he dwells upon. So the woman have produced after his kind or her kind. After the kind of the man or after the kind of the woman. The same thing. When we still on Jesus, he lives inside us. Then one day we will keep on producing after the kind of whatever is inside us. Yesterday God performed a miracle. Watch this. Our our sister uh, Abigail Anawat uh, give birth. Amen. Amen. Guess what happened? Yesterday, uh, when she was about to give birth, they, they rushed her from living waters and they brought her to Emena because her situation was very critical. It was not time for for her to deliver. But the thing came on, on unprepared. So, the rush said, doctors were on air, 
they wanted to operate on her, but I prayed the operation didn't come on. She was able to put to birth normal delivery. Then yesterday after service. I was there when Pastor Nicholas called me that an emergency has come. I said, what emergency is that? He said, well, the doctors in the Amina have concluded that I began now was child. Uh, they can't do anything about it. She has to. I said, what? So I told him to relax. I'm coming. When I come, we'll call. So when I came, I called. When I called, they say, the doctors are around. They are waiting for the child to have the last breath so that they can they can just wrap the child and go and throw it away and I told the mother as I touch this puppet so the phone was on my ears as I touched this puppet I said I began now what I just declared today this today Sunday that no one dies in royal palace no one dies in royal palace he said, Daddy, I'm, I'm not challenging you, but the thing is that the child's bread, it comes, then it goes. So, they are waiting for her not to come back with the last breath again so that they can wrap her. Because all the doctors have concluded and they are waiting. They've put in, what is it, oxygen. But the breath it comes once and it goes down. And the child will be there, then they come once. Then it goes down. So they are waiting that the one once it comes up again, it goes down. Then they even told me that if they should remove the oxygen so that that would be all for us to I said, No, 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 don't let them do that. She was weeping. I said, Come down. I'm here. I'm holding this pulpit. If 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 God sees me as a holy man and I follow his instruction he will never disgrace this mouth and as I pray the child will will remain intact without dying I prayed and I called this altar I sent this altar to that hospital and I said go go out go out of the hospital just go and get something to eat one hour time when we call, they say that they have removed the oxygen and the and the baby is breastfeeding. Normal. Please clap your hands and be happy. You don't know, you don't know. Maybe you have not gone to such situation before. If you have given birth before, you were a mother before. You are, you've seen some before. Jesus is Lord. Clap your hands and celebrate the precious presence of the Holy Ghost. What a God! What a God! No one dies. Oh. My God. So may the Lord help us. Mm. The description is more than hundred percent concluded that the child is just here. So they were waiting to process the papers that she came to the hospital to deliver. The baby couldn't survive, and they have to throw the baby away. Ababa wa ono ngonwoda. Me fecha. This time. As I thank God I declared, as I'm holding the puppet, the same puppet that I stood, and I declared that no one dies. 
this same pulpit, I send it to you where your child is. Now let, listen to me. Wherever you go, may this puppet follow you. May this puppet follow in the royal palace. May this uh, puppet follow your family members. May this puppet follow in them, anybody who, who is connected to royal palace. May this puppet, nobody would die in this December. All of us are entering into the new year. Life with our family members. Life. Life because of time, let me read this. Now you are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. Verses 4 Dwell in me, and I will dwell in you, live in me, and I will live in you. Just as no brand can bear fruit of itself without abiding, being vitally united to the vine, neither can you bear fruit unless you do what? You abide in me. Have you seen a mango tree branch who is yielding mango tree somewhere without staying connected to the tree? No. Tell somebody, don't stay out. Tell somebody, don't stay out. Stay with Jesus. Dwell in him, and he shall dwell in you, and you shall bear much more fruit to the glory of the Lord. Shout a better amen, a church. Verses 5 says that this is a bold statement. No religious leader has ever been able to do this. The I, I go and find Quran where Muhammad said, I he can't because he knows his casualties. Jesus boldly and Christianity is not a religion, it's what? It's a kingdom. I am divine. You are the branches. Whoever lives in me and I in him bears much what? Much abundant what? Fruit. However, apart from me, cut off from vital union with me, you can do nothing. There will come a time in life because you are staying connected to something. Without you, people can also do nothing. Oh yes. When you are not in your company, the company will not do anything. When you are not within your family, they can't do anything. Because you are connected to a vine that with him you can do everything. That same life will also come upon your life. That without you, nothing will happen. There's a life flow for him. Oh my May this prophetic grace rest upon your life. Yes. I didn't know that for me to stay with my district right now, some, some, some men of God specifically, they wanted to shift me to Adiyababa district. And some serious men of God went with goat seed to go and see the general of a tenant. He said, Papa, we came to say Happy Christmas. He gave it to me. He said, the last time you did credential, you mentioned that Prophet Tum should go to Adiyah. He said, if you take that man from our district, we are finished. It was this Thursday that they were telling me. My district pastor was telling me, he said, you, you are the most important person in our district. Yes. 
And they were teaching. Do you know what we did? To maintain you here. This is what we did. We went to greet special greetings to the top man. So that we can add our request on top of it. That's why you are here. You are, you are the most important pastor. So we don't play with you at all. Hi. Amen. Amen. Why, will, why can't the church become important? Because we sponsor their things. We do a lot of things. We will pay the highest tithes. Whatever. A lot. Which is good. So without you. Hmm? Without you. Without you. When somebody wants to lose you, issue, issue, the, the person cannot lose you because when he sees what you do in, in the person's life, you, you become a global star in that company where you find yourself. I professor that without you, men will do nothing in the mighty name of Jesus. Until you appear, nothing will happen in their life. Yes. So when, when we hear some people, when, when we say, I'm saying this, so they say, ah, what is he saying? Is this, is this blasphemous? No, we are connected to a vine that without a vine, we can't do anything, which means that anybody connected to the vine, what can you do? What can you do? You can do everything. And because you are a do of everything, when you are not there, people cannot do anything. Say without me. Some things will not happen on earth. That is a mandate upon your life. Believe it. Say it again. Believe it. Without what? Mention your name. Without who? Without who? Be bold and declare. Don't look at your pocket or whatever. Without who? Without a man or two men. Men can do nothing. I'm telling you. You, you don't know. You are a central prayer for Jesus. Oh. Or do you know but you are not aware that Jesus, Jesus brought because of your life. Take it and receive it in the mighty name of Jesus. My God. Hearing is my father glorified. Sit down. Verse 6. I might not be able to finish all. Verse 6. If a person does not dwell in me, he is thrown out like a broken off branch. And with this, set branch are gathered up and thrown into all, into fire, and they are burned. King James says that when you are thrown up, men will come and gather you like firewood, and they will use it to burn you. May this never become your story. I said, may this never become your story. Give me King James. Let's read something about King James here. He said, if a man abide not in me, he is cast off as a branch. And it's with it. And men gather them and cast them into the fire and they are what? They are burned. You are not supposed to be burnt. Now, this one has to do with the end time, eternity condemnation. Stay with Jesus. Don't look to your left or your right. Abide in him. And I've told you the sure way to abide in Jesus is by what? Obedience. Your continuous obeying his word. Stays you closer to him. And once you are connected to the vine, your productivity becomes rest assured. You become a, a person with a force. When we were launching Royal Palace, my, 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 my senior pastor, name reserved, said, if Royal Palace 
has come to stay, there it will be a force to reckon with. Because today that we are launched, if I check the cars, exactly, if I check the cars parked down there, a church that has not met before, we are launching it. The cars packed, and the money being raised, and the kind of arrangement that is here, if Royal Palace has come to stay, then it will be a force to reckon with. Thank God that the if didn't become if. But it has become a certain church. Amen. The day we pick this church from this, this Adum here, eh, many businesses will collapse down. <laughs> Thank God we are not moving anywhere. I was told to come to Adum. So no matter the matter, no. Recently, somebody, a man of God met me and said, I have a land. I have a big house. Not your who remember a big house. A very big house. When you build it's, it's, it's my wife's uh, mother's house, we has a vast land attached to it. And I said, Where is it? He said at Dechemso. Uh, uh, no, no, uh, uh, opposite living waters, that road there. Bomso. He said he's had bombs. I said, ah, bombs. So. He said, yes. So, so now I asked him, do you want me to relocate my church to bombs? So? He said, that's where the land is. He is my senior man of God. So I kept quiet. I wanted to say something. And I told him, I will buy, I will buy the place for other projects. But for the church, if you have any land in the dome, we are interested. But if you don't have any land, Jesus never told me I should go to Bomso. He said, so much I do. <laughs> we day here forever till the day Jesus comes. Wherever you go, you will still come and meet us here alive. If ye abide in me and my words abide in you, see, he comes here again. Verse 7. So, the preaching of God's word is very crucial. Now, all the teachings that I'm teaching, it comes down to God's word. Because it's the word that will make you fruitful, it's the word that will make you abide on the vine, it's the word that will prune you, it's the word that will make you whatever. So, everything is based on the word. So, if you, if you don't obey God's word, you are disconnecting yourself from what? Divine. Meditate verse by verse, chapter by uh, line by line, and, and think about it. Ask yourself questions. You realize that by the time the week gets to an end, you'll be a very knowledge Christian. Amen. If you live in me, abide vitally united to me, and my words remain in you. And continue to live in your heart. Look at what happens. So people who pray without results, they are disobedient. Ask whatever you will. No king can ask can tell people to ask this question. 
No billionaire can ask people to say this. King James said, you can ask me whatever you want and I will do it. Now somebody need conception. He has to go to a dramatist to go and spend 40 days there before pregnancy. I will be fine with you. No, no, no. Let's watch this. For somebody to take a seat, he has to climb mountains for 40 days, 40 nights. Don't think God is that wicked. The same pregnancy, a young lady just passed behind the building. Only one shot pregnancy. So, are we trying to say that the devil answers pregnant prayers than God? It's obedient. So, if things are not working in your life as a born again believer, check your obedience level. Probably. And can I tell you something? Every aspect of your life depends on a particular scripture. You need to obey. You don't obey one word and it solves everything in your life. No, no sir. It doesn't work that way. That is why we have chapters of the Bible. We have the books of the Bible. We have the verses of the Bible. We have the events of the Bible. We have characters of the Bible. And we have, we have incidences in the Bible. All these ones spells out different areas of our life that we need to obey God. If it's about financial riches, your obedience is to what? Is to tithe and offering. If you want to live long, your obedience is to all. Oh, honor father and mother. You can live long in life. If you want to get your prayers being, if you want to get healing, it means you have to obey God's word. He sent his word and heal our disease. Healing again has to do with all, taking care of the poor. Are you, are you listening to what I'm saying? So every aspect of life, there is a need for you to obey a specific God's word. By that, you are, you are, the resource is coming from every angle. But if you obey everything, when it comes to other aspect, you don't have obedience to that way. That place becomes your prayer topic. Ask whatever you will. Not what heaven wills. Ask what you want. Jesus said, Ask her. Do it. Say, it shall be done for you. So if you are, if you live in me, and my words remain in you, and continue to live in your heart, ask whatever you will, it shall be done unto you. There are benefits in staying with Jesus. Much more on you, unlimited answers and benefits when you stay on the vine. Don't cut yourself off. I beg you in the name of Jesus. That baby, I'm a dream. Then I cut myself. Then I almost slide. To where? Where I've come to? But leading to which grounds? If I the word bus leading, we we'll say, I don't like you. You go for it. The devil, the devil will reject me. There are some I like them, but you, I don't like him. Father, help us. I 
can't hear you. I can't hear you. May the word of God abide in your heart. Yes. That's why it is risky to keep offenses in your heart. Unforgiveness in your heart. Pain, bitterness in your heart. Because the only thing that must be in your heart is what? The word. It's a continuous one. Look at the word. If you leave him, if you allow my word to abide in you and continue living in your heart, you have a qualification. What qualification? Ask whatever you will. And it shall be done unto you. This is open check. I've given you the check. I didn't write any figure. No date. Anytime you ask and write the figure and go and take any amount of money. It shows that Jesus have any answers a man will ever need in life. There's no demand from your heart that will surprise heaven. The answers are available. You can't ask anything beyond God. Can you ask anything beyond God? <laughs> because the earth is what? The Lord. Father, bless everybody. And may the Lord prosper us in the mighty name of Jesus. Let me read through. When you bear, produce much fruit. My father is honored. And my father is glorified. And you show and prove yourselves to be true what? Followers of mine. I have loved you. Just as the father has loved me. Abide in my love. That is continue in his love. With me. The verses listen. If you keep my commandments. If you continue to obey my instructions, you will abide in my love and live on it, on, on in it. Just as I have obeyed my father's commandment and live on in his love. We are coming to the other way. I've told you these things that my joy and delight may be in you and that your joy and gladness may be of so full measure and complete and overflowing. Somebody said, I need these blessings. Somebody said, I catch these blessings. Somebody shouted and said, I'm experiencing this overflowing joy. I have told you these things. The next verse, please. The next verse. This is my commandment. Please, this is where the major line also is coming from. Never hate any fellow Christian. If you do that, it's a complete cutoff from the vine. If these three does not love this branch. It will never allow you to sit on it. Two of us. Yes. And once all of us are dwelling in the same vine, we can't hate ourselves. This is you. This is me. This is another person. This is the lady sitting by you. All of us are on this one. Hating ourselves makes the tree a liar. And God doesn't want to see. So any church with no unity the spirit of God stays out and the anointing of God does not remain in the church. This is my commandment, my commandment that you do what? Just as well. So we need to build fellowship. We don't hate each other. The fact that you are a young lady doesn't mean that you disregard the old branch that came first. If that old branch never came, you wouldn't have jumped up from the middle. So we give credible honor and respect to each other by the power platform of what? Love. If you hate each other, 
you dislike each other, you are not talking to somebody, you are angry with your fellow church member for years, man, the whole of this year, one person in the church, you are angry with the person. You don't deserve Jesus, though. You don't look like him. Because just as sisters love you, release the same love upon that person. Is somebody listening to this message? The next verse, please. No one has greater love. No one has shown strong affection than to lay down or give up his own life for his friends. You are my friends. If you keep on doing the things which I commanded you to do, I think yesterday we preached this message. <laughs> How many of you are his friends? Can you imagine? A whole God is saying that you human being. Heavy. <laughs> do you understand? Do you understand what he's saying? The realm of men is not the realm of God. But because you are decided to stay on, he said, You are my friends. If you continue to obey the things I command you. 15, I'm reading up to 20. The rest of it, you go home and take it. I do not call you servants or slaves any longer. For the servant does not know what his master is doing or working out. But I've called you my friends because I have made known to you everything that I've heard from my father. I have revealed to you everything that I've learned from him. Verse 16. You have not to see me. But I have chosen you. And I have appointed you. I have planted you. That you might go and bear fruit. And keep on bearing. And that your fruit may be lasting. That it may remain abide. So that. Qualification. Whatsoever you ask. The father in my name. As presenting all that I am. He may what? Okay. Clap your hands for Jesus. So, prayer should not be stressful one. Three of us. When you have the qualification, going to God in prayer must not be a stressful one. You don't use gimmicks and strategy to pray. You go presenting all who Jesus is. This is what I command you. So, when you hate each other, it means you have gone up. You've gone out. How many are we that we can love ourselves? How many are we? How many are we in the church that we can love ourselves? The people in Romania, when I went to UK, they have taught me the real Christianity. The Romanians, they used not to be Christians, but now, as we talk right now, they are the leading Christians around the world. And they serve Jesus more than World War. I saw them. Not so no, not somebody's. I saw I saw them. I was the church where they were, I was there. When I went to Croydon, I saw it. When I went to Coventry, I saw it. London, Central London, North London. I saw. I'm telling Master, they they come to church. If the time to start church is eight, they will be there two hours or one hour. 
to come and sit waiting for the beginning of the church. If they come and the chairs are full up, what do they do? They sit on the floor. And they come for evening service with their dogs and their cats. He sits down, the dog is tied under the, with the chair. And they will be, they will be, the dog is like, coming to church. And when they are coming to church, speed. 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 The whole UK, during COVID-19 and lockdown, these people go to church. Police come, they arrest them, they will still go to church. I saw this and I was weeping. That was time I said, I knelt down and I repented that I haven't served Jesus well. It's a joking matter. We don't value the heaven that we are going. We, we do anything at all thinking that that is the end. You see how just how many of you have seen the way somebody served Jesus and you realize that you have not done anything? Lift up your hand, let me see. I'm telling you. Maybe at first you thought you are the best. But you see somebody is, can I have a witness? Once you see somebody holiness and you realize that you have not done it, it means that there are shortages in your life that we have, to, we, are, we have a lot to do. I saw it and tears were flowing from my eyes. And when they are coming, when they are coming to church, joy. They hug each other. They they stand. Oh, come on. They hug. They hug each other. They talk this way. They, they give high five. Somebody's come to church. I will. When you are coming, the Aquaba ladies were clapping for you. You don't even you didn't even wave at them. Wicked face. When we close the same wicked face, he goes out. Seriously, are you born again, Christian? Father help us. 18, 19, and 20, then I'll finish. My message that I want to preach, I finished preaching. That is the verse two. I finished preaching about it. If the word hates you, know that it hates you before me. It, it hated you before it hated me. Okay. So if the word hates you, please go back, please. Eighteen. If the word hates you, know that it hated me before it hated you. So don't worry. They have hated me. If the tree has been hated, it's not you, the brand that you not be hated. Because you are living a different life that is not within their context. You look so much different at the office. So when they say all of us are collecting bribe, you say you won't collect, you become a hate person. You are, you are, not, you are not towing their direction. You are not saying they are saying. You are not speaking they are speaking. You don't discuss the telenovelas at your workplace the way, you, the way they do. Your behavior is so different. Because of that, they say, of mommy, of mommy. When they see that, they will give you a name. You don't say, I'm a Christian. No. By what you do, people watch you. People watch you. Some of you just joined the church. You say, well, nobody knows me. Say, we know you correct. If I ask you to come and stand here, that any people should say whatever. The last time you collected somebody's number, you didn't know that people have seen it. They saw it. 
19 and 20. Father, bless everybody in the church. If you belong to the world, the world will treat you with affection and will love you as its own. But because you are not of the world, no longer with it, but I've chosen or selected you out of the world, the world will hate and detest you. So don't try to find affection in the eyes of people who don't know Jesus. They might not treat you well because they belong to their father. Watch this. Jesus is speaking an adverse message. When we, 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 we come closer to the worldly people, they might not accept us and love us. But when we come to those who are in the same household, this is where we must get affection and love. So it is commanded that once we are here on the vine, we must be able to build that love. Because outside the vine, there's no love there. May the Lord help us. Verse 20, remember that I told you, a servant is not greater than his master. It's not superior to him. If they persecuted me, they will also persecute you. So we are in in a a Christian kingdom without persecution. From who? From the worldly people. If they kept my word and obeyed my teachings, they will also keep. If, If they kept my word and obeyed my teachings, they will also keep what? Keep and obey yours. That's all. But is the word obeying the words of Jesus? Are they keeping the words of Jesus? So what we also preach, they won't keep it. Shout, I have the life of Jesus. I can't hear you. I can't hear you. Put your name there. I I want you to put your name there. I, Emmanuel, to have what? The life of Jesus. So much glory be to God. Clap your hands for Jesus and be on your feet. Sinako Masia Masia Can you open our friends sing the song?
Unto the Lord, cannot count on his faithfulness and his stance. He has been faithful unto us as a church. Yes, we have gone through things, but he has kept us alive. Many have gone through a lot. They never said, Can you, can you go ahead, go ahead, go ahead and worship the Lord. Give praise. We are here to adore you. We are here to give you praise. Thank you, our God. Thank you, our Lord. We celebrate your love upon us. Thank you for giving us your life. Yes, As a pastor, I say thank you for on behalf of our congregation. Thank you, you never killed us. The church has never gone down. Oh, the monies you have given unto us. The, the, the records you have made us set. Our programs. Our ration to prayer. Oh, God. 
Can somebody give him praise? Can somebody thank him? Can somebody appreciate the living God? Can somebody exalt his name Lord? We are here to say thank you. We are here to say thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your messages, your teachings, your word, your revelations, the impact, the healing, the breakthrough, the financial power, the sorrows, the arthritis. Oh my God! We are here to say thank you for the miracles, the testimonies, the breakthrough, the escapes. Jesus. 